All right, here we are. Super Bowl is here. Super Bowl 54. They are live, y'all. They are live in Miami, Florida. South Beach for the Super Bowl, yo. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs. I got to say, dude, this, this game, I'm super pumped and super excited, man. I feel like we got... The movable object versus the irresistible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel like it's two teams finna just clash. Uh, and the reason I really feel like that, though, is because you got a prolific offense with Pat Mahomes, man. I mean, this team can score whenever they want to score. They they remind me of, like, the Golden State Warriors of, of football. Like, they can just, yeah, they can just score, bro. Versus San Francisco 49ers in that defense, which is just kind of silly. I mean, it's hard to put points up on them. They hardly give up yards. Like, the defensive line is stout. It's, 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 it's almost like, how do you beat this defense? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do have a pick. And I will tell you why. But let me hear what you got to say about Super Bowl. What do you think is going to happen? First off. I'm jealous for anybody who's in Miami because the Midwest <laughs> is very cold right now. I know it's 32 degrees. Y'all in nice, warm, you know, Miami. It's toasty, you know. I don't know what the weather is exactly like, but I'm pretty sure it's warming at 32 degrees oh, down yeah, there. But sure. as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, yeah, I, it's going to be a really good game, especially considering the fact you do got the Chiefs, like, especially after that that Houston game. Like, you really, like, it is such a, like, <laughs> even in the fourth quarter, you're going to be Silly. looking at that game just being like, they can come back. Like, I'm not going to believe, if they're down any point in that game, I'm not going to believe they can't come back until I see, it's fourth, until I see 0-0 zero, zero left in the game. Like, yeah. every time they have the ball, I'm like, if they're out down 50, I'm like, they can score 50 points in like 20 seconds. Like, I'm like, they're I don't that know crazy. how. They're that crazy. Like, you, you sit there, you have so much faith in Mahomes to be able to do that. Like, he's showing you, especially over these first two years in his career, that he can just do mad. Like, he's the, he's the, he's mad at, like, Dabo called uh, Deshaun Watson back when he was in college, Jordan. Yeah. But I i don't know if Mahomes is Jordan, but Mahomes might be – he might be Pistol Pete. Like, we might just like to call him the Pistol Pete of the NBA, of the NFL, because he's just – like, with those weapons, that, off, that coaching staff and that system – you really can't see him out of the game. Like, like as good as the 49ers defense is and as prolific as – like, we've seen our offense put up points. We've also seen that defense give up, like, the uh, – Saints game. The and, Saints game. You can break yeah. up the two Cardinals games. Like, they're susceptible. They're, they're, you can score points on them. But it's real – like, we, like and they, we've seen them also, like, strangle teams. We've seen them strangle the Packers and – and we're not saying the Packers or the Vikings, the last two teams that we've seen them play. Packers twice. Like, we're not saying those sort of teams. We're not saying, like, oh, look like they can do. Like, we see them do that to the Packers and to the, and to the Vikings. Oh, man, the uh, Chiefs are running into a buzzsaw. But, like, we've seen the Chiefs down, up. Like, they just score and just score. And as long as Mahomes got that ball in his hand, Unless it's overtime and D4's not crossing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> offsides call. He got the ball in his hand. They're scoring. They're driving. 
I don't know um, what is actually going to happen, but this is my prediction. This is my pick. I see the game being nip and tuck, you know what I'm saying, going back and forth for a while. Um, but I got so much faith in Mahomes. And I know we always say, oh, man, we never seen nobody do this. Like, you can go all the way back to, oh, uh, we never seen nobody like Marino, man. The dude is just ridiculous. And then you get somebody like Manning and, 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 and Favre. Oh, I ain't never seen nobody play like these dudes, man. And you get Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, I ain't never seen nobody do what this dude do. And then this dude come along. And what's crazy is he's so good. Mahomes is so good that we ain't even talking about how good Lamar Jackson was this year or Russell Wilson because Mahomes is so crazy. Like, for, for, of course you can say Lamar is the MVP this year, for sure, for the regular season. But he ain't the best quarterback in the league. And Russell had a crazy year. And I feel like there's really nobody on that level with Mahomes. But I think if there's anybody underneath him, you go Russell. And you probably got to go Watson. I Maybe Aaron Rodgers on a good night. But Mahomes is kind of in his own stratosphere, man. I, I got so much confidence and faith in what he can do. It's nothing he can. It's like there's not a pass he can't make. Like, he's sidearming it. The dude is throwing no looks. A lot of people didn't think he can move the way he can move. He ain't fast, but he can move good enough to get a first down and make a crazy play. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, the Chiefs were sort of counted out early on in the season when he got hurt. Because right. people really stopped talking about the Chiefs when he got hurt. I think that was because of Lamar. You, you saw, obviously, the pass at the time where... The, you were sitting there like, yo, they're just big juggernaut. They had their flaws, but then you saw the Lamar Jackson train coming. You just saw him. And I think the, the, the special thing about Mahomes, his arm is special, but I think the thing that helps him out the most is he's playing with an offense. He's playing with a, with a coach and Andy Reid who loves, who utilizes, you know, he's probably, he, like we always talk about quarterback whisperer, you Sean McVay and mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Like we always talk about these guys, you get them a good quarterback, like they can bring the best of like, no, I've seen Andy Reid bring the best out of court. I've for seen sure. him bring out the best out of Alex Smith. Donovan Burnett. Kevin Cobb for a while. Like, he's yeah. brought out. Mike Vick. Like, Mike Vick. Like, he's, you've seen him take guys, different skill sets, different, you know, and tweak his offense to get those guys to be as prolific and as awesome as you can imagine. And, it's, and you know, you get a talent like Mahomes to be able to just get him to reel him in. Like, yeah, there's going to be plays where Mahomes just makes plays where he's just like, you couldn't do that in a backyard in an open field. But, yeah, you sit there and you see. But, like, the thing that makes Mahomes good is that system. You sit there and you like, like, he designs plays to get guys. Like, he designs plays like, look, like, yeah, there's going to be times when Mahomes got to improvise when a pocket breaks. And he's like, all right, now I just got to improvise. I got to go off script. But there's going to be moments. Like, there's – but in the structure of that offense, Andy Reid's designed to be able to get Tyreek Hill open and Travis Kelsey open and to be able to get the running backs involved, like, that's what makes, you know, that team special. Not only is it Mahomes' talent, but it's also that offensive scheme. And and it's funny that you bring that up because a lot of people think, oh, man, it's, it's, it's Andy Reid, man. It's Andy Reid. Kind of like how you go, it's Belichick or it's Brady. Right. But with Reid, it's a combination of Mahomes being as great as he is, the weapons that Mahomes has, 
Andy Reid being at the helm of it all, but who kind of gets left out and doesn't really get a lot of credit, the OC, Eric Bieniemy. Nobody oh. really talks about him, man. The, the, the play calling, the way that he has structured this offense, bro, and the, 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 the calls that he makes, bro, there's no doubt that he can be a head coach in this, in this, in this league. Should have got the Browns job, but we're not going to discuss that. <laughs> African-American coach. They get overlooked a lot, but this dude, track record can't be denied, man. Look at what he's done with Pat Mahomes. Even though you got Pat Mahomes, I, I mean, I don't – I can't say, oh, if he had Baker Mayfield, he'd make Baker look like this. Pat is – he is that dude. Pat is that dude. But this dude deserves some credit. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy deserves some credit. Though. He really does. Because you sit there, like, as good as Mahomes' arm talent is, like, he was still coming out, and he was raw. Like, yeah. he was as raw as a prospect as you can get. Like, yeah, he had the arm, but you look at him at Texas Tech, you like, oh, he had a little accuracy problems. He's obviously he's coming from that system that produces so, that air rate that produces yeah. so many people come in that system and put up amazing stats. Oh, yeah. But you sit there, and you got to, you know, you get – and also, the other reason you sit there and you you look at that team, like, one of the reasons, you look at uh, Eric Manenmi, like, oh, why he don't got a job? Because people are like, well, look at Andy Reid. Like, he gets off as a coordinator. Like, he replaces off his coordinator. Like, he had uh, the head coach of the Eagles, who I'm, I'm, his name is blanking me now. Like, he was the offensive coordinator with him mm-hmm. in Kansas for a while. Now you got, you had Nagy, Matt Nagy, who's now the coach in, you know, Chicago. Chicago. You're talking so, about I'm, Doug Peterson, right? Yeah, Doug Peterson in, in Philly, like. Even uh, Frank Wright, the coach the, yeah. of the hometown, like, he was in part of that system. So, like, you got guys who's been in that system. But even, like, if you want to talk about that issue specifically, like, that should show you that system works because that system travels. Like, it traveled to Philly, got to Philly a Super Bowl. Look, look how good it was with the Colts last year and this year. Like, we lost our starting quarterback, and yet we're still able to keep that offensive proficiency. You know, yeah, you look at – we're not going to talk about Chicago. That's a – that'd be an entire oh, thing in itself. But, like yeah. – but, like, yeah, that's the thing that makes that system so good. Like, it is so versatile. It's so plug-and-play, guys. You put guys in that system, but when you get a special talent like the Mahomes, you can see the true difference, like, how much that offense really, truly opens up. And it's funny that you say that, uh, that that system travels, because speaking of travels, the way that the 49ers play, that travels. That yeah. travels out of a dome. That travels in rain, the snow. That travels, I mean, the way they play travels, and that's just basically physicality. The defense is going to just be reckless. You know what I'm saying? They're going to run the ball at a high level. You know what I'm saying? You you might see 16 pass attempts, you know what I'm saying, for the whole game. Like, they're just super, super physical, and they play hard-nosed football. It don't matter who they're playing against. It don't matter where it's at. Home, away, rain, sleet, snow, the Niners play the way that they play, and that travels. And that's why a lot of people think Niners are going to win this game. And that's mostly because they've spent a lot of draft capital. And duly so, because you look at this league, everybody's like, yo, especially now that you like, oh, we got to get the skill position right. Like, you can plug and play a receiver. You can plug and play a running back. Yeah. They spent so much draft capital on their line. Like, Mitch, uh, Mitch McGlitchie was their right tackle that they drafted last year was the 11th overall pick. Obviously, uh, Nick Bosa came out this year with the second. Uh... Solomon Thomas was a first, was like a second or third overall pick in the draft. Uh, DeForest Buckner was a was a uh, 
was the 10th overall pick in his draft class. You got your right, your left tackle, Joe Stanley, who's been a consistent guy for a long time. Yeah. He was a first-round pick. Like, they spent so much draft capital mm-hmm. on those two because they realized, especially with, you know, what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan realized was like, to win games, you got to win in the trenches. Obviously, yes, everybody would love to have the elite offensive players or the elite outside guys, but you need guys in the trenches to make, you know, a on the defensive side to make your the quarter other quarterback uncomfortable as you can possibly can. Oh yeah. And on the offensive side to be able to push to you know push your will to be able to give uh, time for your quarterback to you know to develop for play to develop downfield mm-hmm. to be able to open up lanes for your running back. Like they spent so much draft capital on those two on those two sides of the ball. Like you finally can see the results of how good this team actually is. Yeah, that's 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 facts. What's what's crazy about that to kind of dive even deeper into what you're talking about with the. You know, the war of attrition kind of being, you know, one in the trenches with the O-line and the D-line. This D-line is virtually the same this year as it was last year. The only difference is that Bosa boy. They also brought in D4, like the D4. Okay, okay. I'm not going to lie. I did not think the D4 thing was going to – because I was like, man. Because when he was in Kansas City – like he had that breakout year the year before he just got signed. He got uh, signed to the – to the 49ers. I was like, man, he's cool, but like, yeah, yeah. But he's also playing around because at the time that the line he was playing around with, like, he had uh, Justin Houston was Justin Houston was there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now you see Chris Jones with the Chiefs. I mean, with the Chiefs playing really, really good. So you had these two players, and you have so much of your attention is like, we're not gonna let Justin Houston beat us or Chris Jones beat us. Yeah. And so D4 could come in, sneak in, and get his numbers. But last year, you saw how good, how dominant he became, and he was like, will that translate over? And even come with the 49 like he missed a good chunk of the season. And that yeah. D line was just because they spent so much draft capital on that D line and they analyze like you can tell like the guys they got, they wanted guys to fit a certain style. Oh, they yeah. want to do it to be able to just come in and be like, look. And they don't even blitz that much. Like I can like I didn't pull up the their percentages like on uh football on football outside. I think they blitz like like maybe like one of the lowest blitzing teams in the NFL, I wanna say like fifteen percent yeah. of their uh of their pressures came from off of blitzes. Like, that's crazy. Like, a lot of teams, you think about to get quarterbacks off their rhythm, especially the really, really high intelligent quarterbacks. You, like, they're looking for blitzes and stuff. And 49ers are like, look, keep everybody in coverage. Our D-line is so good. Oh, yeah. That we're going to just run at you. We're going to send this four, and that's going to be enough. And and they don't even send them until third down. Yeah. It's like the, the first down, second down, they just playing football. And if they get to you, then they just got to you. They just running all over offensive linemen, man. Like the the to see them bully the Packers, and I mean they bullied the Packers twice. But in the playoffs, to watch somebody get bullied in the playoffs the way they bullied the Packers, as much as I was pulling for Aaron Rodgers, they bullied Green Bay. That defensive line is capable of taking this game over, and we might get to see a defensive line. Hold Mahomes in the running game of the Niners, keep Mahomes off the field. Like they might take up all this clock and win a game 12 9 or 12. You know what I'm saying? Like they're capable of, of, I mean, and it's not going to be boring because of the names that they got. We're not going to see a Super Bowl like how we saw last year. You know what I'm saying? Where we waiting on the Rams to break out and they just never do. And then, of course, Brady makes a play at the end. But this Super Bowl, if we saw. A low-scoring game because of the Niners do what they do. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw that. Right. 
And I think I like how the Niners, because the Niners kind of modeled their team sort of like how the couple of teams that, you know, dynasties that we thought were going to be really long-lasting. Like, they modeled their team after that San Francisco, I mean, that uh, Seattle Seahawks team. Mm-hmm. They had your uh, Martellus Benes and your, uh, like, that defense, that D-line right there. Like, they were like... Michael Bennett, right? Yeah, Michael Bennett, my bad. Like, you get Michael Bennett. And same, way, same model after the uh, the Broncos team that won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, where they were like, look, we got these two great edge wrestlers yeah. and some good interior guys, and then we're just going to send these guys and to keep everybody out of coverage. But my one thing about the 49ers, like, they haven't... And I've noticed, you know, when they... Against the, against the uh, Seahawks and against the Cardinals, they're real... Mobile quarterbacks can get them. Like, mobile mm-hmm. quarterbacks can put up points. Mobile, a guy who can get out the pocket and extend plays can get them. Because when you only sit four, if one of those four guys don't bring, don't bring that pressure home initially, they can get got. Because mm-hmm. they do have a decent secondary, but they're not the fastest or the most athletic secondary guys. For in sure. Secondary. For sure. So, if those four guys don't come, don't hit home, what a guy with Mike Mahomes. Like, you saw it with, you saw it with when they played against the, against the uh, Ravens. Like Lamar Jackson's ability to just run outside the pocket, yeah. create that little bit of separation, be able to get a guy open. And the difference between the Ravens and the and the uh, Chiefs is the Chiefs got way better off, outside weapons. Like yeah, man. you got your Travis Kelsey. Like you got to worry about Travis Kelsey, the uh, Hartman, Hill, Watkins. Like that's a legit good thing. That's and crazy. if Mahomes can get that is crazy. If Mahomes can get any kind of like if when they bring that pressure and they can either catch Mahomes on that first. On that first wave, or they offensive line can pick that up. Like, yo, corners got to be able to cover and hope. And I'm, you know, for 49ers fans and for the 49ers uh, players, hopefully they can be able to cover those guys. This is one of them Super Bowls where you really don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to see San Francisco make this a low scoring game, you know what I'm saying, and make this one of them dog fights, or if Kansas City is going to come out here and make this a fireworks show. You know what I'm saying? And give us a show. Because, like you said, if Lamar Jackson can get out of that pocket, even though Mahomes ain't got Lamar legs, nobody has Lamar legs. But if if Lamar can do that, get out of the pocket and make plays, Mahomes can do the same thing. But his like you said, his weapons are just crazy. He can, you know, I've been I've been hearing that people are probably gonna say that the 49ers will you know, play a cover three and just, you know, keep everything in front of him. Kind of like how the coach kind of liked to do it. I couldn't stand it. The coach was getting beat. Like, like I didn't I didn't like that. Keep everything in front of you. You got to know how to tackle if you're going to do that. Right. And the, the Niners can tackle. But can you catch these dudes if they catch the ball in open field? Like, I like Sherman. I don't really have all that much faith and confidence in the Niners secondary. And linebackers are nice. But do you have that much faith and confidence in them to be able to catch a Tyreek Hill, a Hardman, or a Watkins on a on a 10-yard slant or, or a crossing route, and they catch the ball in the middle of the field? Like, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But I think the thing that they're banking on this game, and I think a lot of – because a lot of been saying out in the narrative, they've been like, oh, the last game, Jimmy Garoppolo only threw, like, eight passes. But I'm thinking, like, they're saying – because we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo throw – double-digit passes. Uh-huh. We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo throw. And I think this is the game, like if any game that they're obviously the last game of the season where you're going to see that you're going to see them open up because one of the things I've, I've noticed the offense? Yeah, the offense okay. like they love to 
They, the reason why they do those stretch runs, those inside zone, those outside zone runs, is to be able to open up the play action game. Mm -hmm. So, because what you want to be able to do is, with, obviously what play action is, you want to be able to get those guys to be like, all right, they're running, they're running. So you want those guys to be able to attack and run forward. Of course, keep them honest. Keep them honest so you can be able to get played and get your guys in open field. And I think one of the underrated uh, aspects of the 49ers team is they do got, like, especially since they got Emmanuel Sanders, like, they've finally been able to consistently, when they needed to have it, a good passing game. And I think that's going to be the thing, that's going to be the determining factor of this game is do the, the Kansas City Chiefs secondary in their defense, can they slow down, can they slow down before because I'm on the other side, I think it's going to be a wash. I think there's going to be moments where you see the Chiefs and be like, well, you see the Chiefs just, oh man, they're the Chiefs. Like, they're just this high flyer and offense. There's going to be moments where you see the 49ers play that stout defense that's got them here. Mm -hmm. But it's all going to be about what all can the Chiefs defense, which probably for like the last month going into the playoffs has been like lights out. Probably been the second best defense. They have the been postseason. really underrated, man. Like the second half of the season and, and, and during this playoffs. But they have, but my counter to that is they haven't really played an offense like the 49ers. Like you can break up the, oh, they play with the Texans, but I can bring up, like I've, a lot of people brought this up with the Texans. As good as Deshaun Watson is, he holds that ball like he's trying to, like he's, like it's his lover. Like he holds, he holds that ball and to make big plays. So you can easily catch that team and force them to make sacks, force them to get turnovers, like do that. When you play with it, like the 49ers are like, we're doing stretch runs. Like we're we're trying to get that ball out of Jimmy. Like we're not letting Jimmy G hold that ball too long. Like we're making, like we're trying to make positive plays. Yeah. Like they're not having Jimmy G hold that ball. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, can the, can the uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense stop that off, stop the offense on of the 49ers? Because we've seen them for basically for a while just like, Hand that ball off, and their running backs are just getting ten, like five or six yards, like untouched before they, and they just make a cut, mm -hmm. and it's to the house. Yeah. And you were, and I'm pretty sure that he going into this game, the Chiefs are gonna be like, we're not gonna let that happen. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna let that happen. So they're gonna be like, we're not gonna let moisture, mustard, or you know, our breed of or Coleman just hit that one hole and just go and just go for ten yards untouched. It's now you worry. Do our, can our secondary hold up? Can they cover Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah. Can they cover Debo? Debo. Can they hit, can they cover Kittle? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kittle is if he ain't the best, he's second behind the, the other the, 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 Travis Kelsey. And that's, I don't I don't know how I really really feel about Jimmy G. I, I'm I'm not gonna disrespect him and say that he's sad because he's not. He's not top ten in the league to me neither. But I can say that watching him this season, watching Garoppolo this season, he makes the plays necessary to extend drives and to win games when they need him to. Right. He's not Rodgers. He's, he's, he's not Wilson. He's not Mahomes. He's not Watson. He's not some prolific passer that we've like just marvel at when we watch him play. But he does what he's supposed to do when they need him to do it. You know, there's instances where you're like, ah, I don't really know if Jimmy G. But this season, Jimmy Garoppolo has done his job. And I know he's getting a lot of criticism, especially for the last game when he only threw the ball eight times. The running game and the defense basically won the game for him. Like I said, they bullied the Packers. But 
as a quarterback, if games go like that, you've done your job. Right. You don't absolutely have to go out there and be Brett Favre and be a gunslinger, and that's the only thing that you kind of like how Watson, like you don't expect the Texans to beat you with their running game and their offensive line. It's Deshaun Watson coming out, making plays, and I mean, he has one of the best receivers in the game, but it's like, that's really all you're really concerned about. Whereas Mahomes, you don't know where he's going to throw the ball to, who's going to get it. Kelsey, Hartman, Watkins, uh, Hill, you don't know who's gonna, who, who getting the ball with the Chiefs. But Jimmy G does his job. And to your point, like you said, he has Kittle, who's, like I said, I mean, he blocks better than Kelsey. I don't, between the two of them, it's a toss-up between who's really the best tight end in football. But Jimmy G does his job. How you really feel about Jimmy G in this Super Bowl game? It's weird when you really sit down and think about Jimmy G because I think he's an above-average quarterback. I truly believe. I think he's a top 15 to – but that's the weird thing about the quarterback, and I've listened to a lot of people talk about this, and I do think – and I do believe this is true. If you don't there's, – there's five guys in this league that are like head and shoulders above everybody else. Right. And then there's probably like five or six guys who are like bottom of the tier – starting quarterback who probably shouldn't be starter who are like equal to backups and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can debate who those guys are, but I think that middle tier guys, like there are a lot of guys like Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah. Your Kirk Cousins, your um your Jared Goff, like quarterbacks like that. Like they're they're good enough to start for most franchises, but like are there those guys that can elevate your and this is gonna be a game to determine like where does Jimmy G sit on that platform? Mm-hmm. Is he is he a guy that's like, hey with a, with a good enough roster, with a good enough playmakers, you know, in a right situation, like what happened with Nick Foles a couple of years ago. Right. Hey, I can elevate this team to be a Super Bowl contender this year. But if he can win, you know, if he can go out there and, you know, compete with Mahomes, like I don't think he's going to put up, like I don't think he's going to go strike for strike with Mahomes. If he mm-hmm. does, like, I would be shocked if that's their game. Oh, yeah. Like if he can go, if he can just go in there and do that, like he can elevate himself to a, to a status that I, I think – he wants to believe, but at the end of the day, I don't think he cares. Like, I truly don't think he cares. I think he's like, especially with that team, they're like, look, we're going to win whatever way. You know, by hook or by crook, if it's right. by blowout, it's whatever. Like, that team is designed. Like, there's not a lot of teams in the NFL that are designed to win multiple ways. They can win close ones. They can win shootouts. They can win bloodbaths. Like, they can win all of these games. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all, you know, that's how you feel. Like, that's how that team is designed. And I think Jimmy G. Jimmy G is perfect for how that team is designed to play. That's true. Um, okay, so give me your give me your pick, who you rolling with, and how you see the game turning out. I'm going – first of all, I want the Chiefs to win for a lot of different reasons, but I do believe I got the 49ers winning. I got them winning 34 to 17. I think it's going to get – Really? I think it's going to get close. I think it's going to be close to a while. And I just think eventually the 49ers are just going to come home. Like, they're they're eventually going to hit, get Mahomes. They're eventually going to be able to get him. And I do believe Jimmy G is going to make enough plays to keep that to keep that game close enough. And I think they're just going to have, there's going to be a run. There's going to be a moment in that game where there's going to be a run by whoever they decide to put in. You know, maybe they get the water guy off the, you know, from out there. They're like, look, we're going to hit the ball off. They could do it. I think it. it's gonna be one. I think it's gonna be that a one run where you just sit there and see a guy untouched to the end zone, and I think that just opens. And I think that's just gonna open up so much for the for what the 49ers are gonna do offensively. And then I think the Chiefs are gonna be like, Yo, how do we respond back? And I love Mahomes, but Mahomes does have one fatal flaw that I've noticed. What's that? 
he like everybody's like he don't play he don't like like I've heard a lot of guys like he don't turn the ball over a lot. I'm like no, he turns the ball over a lot. They get overturned a lot. Like his interceptions and stuff are low because they get overturned a lot. He does take risks. He does have that far better where he would make a a risky throw. He'll take an unneed, an unnecessary sack for a fumble. Those plays get overturned. I don't know. Like there's possibly that happens in there, but there's also a possibility that he's like, okay, we're down. Let me try to make this throw. And with smart guys like Sherman, like Warner, like guys who like who've been in this game, who know, who think really, really quick, that I'm worried that Mahomes will make that one critical throw that he hasn't. Like he hasn't had to do that. He didn't have to do that against the the uh he didn't do that against the Texans. He obviously he didn't do that against the Titans. Like he hasn't made that throw or that play. You just go like you just hold it in your guts like I wouldn't have, like you should have made that read. And I'm worried that if the 49ers start putting their foot on the pedal, start getting open run throwing running lanes, if Kittle is open over the middle, he outruns their linebacker core mm. to his touchdown. I'm worried that Mahomes might make that one critical mistake. Because that's the thing. Everybody's saying Jimmy might do that. We haven't said that about Mahomes. We've given mm-hmm. Mahomes the benefit of the doubt that we haven't given Jimmy. Yeah. They're both new to this. This is both their first Super Bowls as starters. So, yeah, I got the I got 34-17 49ers. Um, I, I have to agree with you on this. The reason we kind of do see Mahomes make plays where you're like, I don't know if he really should have threw that ball, Pat. Last year, they had Kareem Hunt. They could literally just hand the ball off to him, and he could make them plays. He could get through. He could go around you, through you. Kareem Hunt was a dog last year. But this year, with them not having a true running game, the running game is part of the passing game. Like, that running back just come out the backfield and just catch passes. Without that... It's kind of more so on Mahomes to make the plays. And with the Chiefs having so much speed and with Andy Reid being such a gutsy play caller and, he, and with him always wanting big plays and chunk plays, they don't really do a lot of short yardage stuff. Most of their plays are intermediate to deep routes, period. Yeah, they're the, I've, I've heard and I've seen the stat. They're the biggest. Like the last two years, they lead the NFL in big-time plays. Yeah. The Chiefs take chances, they take risk. Part of the reason why they're here. And I normally don't pick with my heart. I normally just give you the truth. But I'm rolling with the Chiefs. And I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Truly, because I just think matchup to matchup, when you look at offense versus defense, I just... I believe Pat Mahomes is going to get it done. I think he is built for this. Like I said, no disrespect to Jimmy G or the Niners. I think the Niners, what they do is going to carry for a while if they if those guys stay together. But I'm putting my money on Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs to get it done. And I think if Pat Mahomes wins this, you're looking at a legend in the making, man. Yeah, he, if he does win this, he's elevated to a status, like a rare air status that I think that's going to be really tough to not put him in. But at the same time, I think if the 49ers win that, I can totally see them running off, at least get enough, get a chem- like running, running off a couple of more NFC Championship games. Niners? Yeah, the Niners. For sure, yeah. Like if they do get it done. I don't know if they'll win another one. Like the Super Bowl is different than the NBA. Like it's so hard because of injuries. 
because of because of the salary cap, so many players fluctuate, leaving and going. Like it's gonna be really difficult for them. Maybe they'll get back and win another one, but I can definitely see them if they win it. Maybe making one or two more NFC Championship games. See, um, if Andy Reid gets this done, you know a lot of the talk, you know, about Reid not being able to win the big one. Um, I think a lot of that's kind of going to have to calm down. I love Reid. I think I think Andy Reid is a great coach. I think if he doesn't even win a Super Bowl, I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. I think he's. I've been I've been kind of thinking like, is he the Mike D'Antoni of football? Ooh. But. But to me, D'Antoni is almost like a one-trick pony. Like, he just doesn't care about the defensive side of the other ball. Whereas the Chiefs last year were kind of like that. In the beginning of the year this year, they were like that. But second half of the season, the Chiefs defense have turned around. And they've played good football in the playoffs as well. Um, I like Reed. I like Arabic Enemy. I love my homes. I think the Chiefs get it done in the Super Bowl. And I think they win the game. I think it's going to be close, but I think the Chiefs get it done. All right. I got the Chiefs. You got the Niners, so we'll see what happens in the Super Bowl, y'all. Tune in Sunday. It will be a good game for sure. Um, I got the Chiefs. Treasure Trey got the Niners, and I got Pat Mahomes with the MVP. Ooh, I actually don't think – I think the bad is that I believe that – I'm going with Fred Warner. I think a linebacker is going to win it. Either him or Richard Sherman gets it, because I think Richard Sherman may get a, a key pick. But I think one of those two people get it. One of those two players get it. Okay. I know it's easy to be like, oh, one of the Look, if they do, if it is a blowout, I do believe like one of the D linemen is going to get it. Maybe Nick Nick Bosa wins it, just because he's just... And that would be a great catch to his, like, like his first year. Like, For sure, if it's a blowout, I see the Niners winning. I don't see the Chiefs running away with the game. Like, I can't see the Chiefs blowing them out. Like, it'll be no. so tough for me to be like, oh, the Chiefs are going to blow them out. Like, if, if it's going to be a blowout, the 49ers going to be the team blowing them out. For sure. Absolutely. All right, well, that wraps it up, y'all. Super Bowl is here. Chiefs and Niners, we out.